The only way to bring gun violence in this nation under control is to establish a national red flag clearinghouse call center that coordinates tips from the public. No anonymity. Your name is registered, too, to prevent stupid, angry neighbor, ex-husband-style tips that, through a well-considered checklist, then evaluates the urgency, validity, and need for a type of action. Arrest, visit, or simple notation. The transparency of it is what prevents the neighbor spying on neighbor kind of abuse. Accountability for everyone. These tips, which are currently overwhelming local law enforcement, would then be fed to local law enforcement by a national clearinghouse in a more well-edited format. Those that come in now to local agencies would be routed to the state office of the National Call Center. There is an FBI tips hotline in existence now. Do you know that number? Did you know it existed? For the record, it is 1-800-225-5324. You can see more about it by logging on to tips.fbi.gov. But it is a hodgepodge of national agencies you need to wade through to report a variety of crimes. And often, those agencies do not communicate with each other. It's worth knowing that the vast majority of shooters leak information ahead of their violent action. They let people know. The people who become aware of a genuine potential threat need a national tip phone number to call. If we truly want to end mass shootings, we need to know who the potential shooters are and stop them before they do it. Controlling access to guns, it won't do it. Many of them get guns from people in their family. Banning so-called assault-style weapons won't do it. There are dozens of different definitions of these weapons, and it has been argued beyond the point of absurdity, the weapons themselves are not accountable. Improving mental health counseling? It won't do it because those people won't be seeking it unless caught and forced first. Changing video games won't do it. Studies show repeatedly they have virtually no impact on real-world violence. Gun buyback programs won't do it. Since we have so many guns now, it would only reduce it by a small percentage. Only by stopping them through information exchange first can we bring this national carnage under control. This issue has to be addressed with real leadership and an aggressive effort. No more thoughts and prayers or school walkouts or candlelight vigils. Action is required. This is not to say that a better background check law is not needed. It is. This is not to say that severely restricting access to assault-style weapons and their ammo is the right step. It is, though the last ban on them saw a debatable 70% drop in their use in shootings. Also worth noting that assault-style weapons result in far more catastrophic injuries since the bullets tumble and are far more lethal. So, ammunition should be severely taxed. That would cause a surge in sales, of course, but at some point it would, in fact, have a limiting effect. Gun rights advocates are correct in saying it's not the guns that kill people, but research consistently shows that more guns are not the answer. The number of armed people who stopped armed gunmen in mass shootings is a tiny percentage. In fact, they are often shot themselves. In a study reaching back to 1966 on mass shootings, the Los Angeles Times noted the commonalities among mass shooters. The majority of them experienced childhood trauma. Most of them reached a crisis point in their lives. 
As I mentioned, they tend to leak or let people know they're planning violent acts, and most of them sought validation for their motives by reading about or watching other shooters in the news. The National Gun Violence Archive notes that in 2020, we had more than 43,500 acts of gun violence. 611 of them. 611 were mass shootings. This is a national tragedy that requires a national response, not more foot-dragging and excuses. A National Gun Violence Prevention Center such as this could employ roughly 4,000 people. We currently have 95,000 people working in 9-11 call centers nationally, each earning around $20 per hour. In some cases, some of these could be assigned to this specific area. They are understaffed today, but might be added to with a higher wage. Assuming such a call center, per state, calls automatically routed based on incoming call area codes, staffed with 80 people per state, you'd have a national gun violence protection system, prevention system, sorry, with 4,000 employees. Paying that many people an average of $25 an hour would cost $192 million annually. Just to put this in perspective, the National Forest Service has more than 34,000 employees with a budget of nearly $6 billion. This kind of center would be promoted on television, online, on radio, and on billboards, buses, uh, everywhere you can possibly get that message out, and get it into the national consciousness as the best route for see something, say something. Today, what do they call if they suspect someone might do something violent next week? 9-11, their local sheriff, school principal. That promotional campaign might cost $25 million annually, bringing the annual budget to around $225 million. That's actually not much money. And for those who say pass no gun legislation whatsoever, this would still help since it addresses the shooters, not the weapons. Such a call center would also help prevent any other acts of violence that gun advocates say would happen, even if we took all guns away. As an important side note, the Center for Disease Control says that suicides account for 60% of the country's gun deaths. If we can prevent shooting deaths through suicide, acts of criminality, mass shootings, and more, isn't it worth it? <laughs>